0: You were a detective? I worked as a consultant at Scotland Yard. I wasn't paid for my services and therefore I answered no one but myself. I've decided to resume my work as a consultant here, in New York. Consider every wretched hive of depravity and murder in this city my place of business. Unless, of course, you don't think you have a stomach for the work I do. I'm good. How do clients typically introduce you? You and I have what's known as companion client confidentiality, which means that you can introduce me however you like. Friend, co-worker, relative, and I'll play along. Who's doing? Captain Gregson. Captain Gregson. This is Miss Watson, my personal ballet.
1: And welcome to another What to Watch podcast. I am your host, Christopher, and joining me as always is my good friend.
0: Jeremiah. How you doing, buddy?
1: Oh, doing good. Uh, as we are recording this, the Cardinals are ahead to one. In the fourth? Bottom of the fourth?
0: Yes, it, that's correct. You are correct.
1: So, that's good. Um, that amazing come-from-behind behind victory was pretty spectacular, if you watched it.
0: I, uh, of course, absolutely did. Um, did, assi- did you... When did you... Uh,
1: well, did you- that's just it. Living on the East Coast, it gets so late um, for these games. I mean, it's already nine... 18 and they're only in the fourth inning. It's going to go till midnight. So I probably went to bed. But a friend of mine from school, um, she was watched the whole game and got so excited. She jumped up. And when she landed, she goes, uh-oh, and had broke her foot. She got so excited. Broke so, her
0: foot? Broke her foot. Oh, my gosh. Jumping up and sta- down,
1: being excited.
0: Oh. <laughs> Well, now that's dedication, my friend. That is that,
1: you really do bleed Cardinals red.
0: That is dedication. Yes, that
1: is. I said, well, now if the Cardinals win the World Series, you have to break your foot every year for luck.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad uh, we're. I'm not friends with this person because I'd be like, you know, you gotta break your leg again. <laughs> but that is dedication. Good. Well, you know, hey, that's yep. uh, celebrating. My friend can be serious business. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so.
1: Yes. And, uh, although I'm a little worried about the Cardinals facing the Tigers, I mean, they just walked all over the Yankees. So, I don't know, are they just, like, such a powerful team, or is the Yankees just not doing so well?
0: Oh, well, you know what, to be honest with you, it pretty much just comes down to the Yankees are just not, just did not do very well. They are a bag of disaster right now. So, they've, yeah. they, they lost their champ, and, um, uh, well, what can I say, it's, uh, It just was one of those things that uh, it just didn't happen. And and i tell you what, though, this Tiger team is tough. So even if the Cardinals, you know, do find themselves back into the World Series again, which would just be such a miracle because I, you know, I'm sure like every fan around here, we've been watching this team be kind of on and off mediocre all season long. So I would be just shocked, to be honest with you, if we would have made it. And now, you know, it's starting to look even more and more like we have a shot at this. So, it's just, you know, it's pretty impressive. But if we were to make it, though, I'll tell you what. I think we could be looking at... Um, I really do believe that we could be looking at a, a very angry Tigers team that's been wanting to get revenge on us from what after what happened uh, in 2006. So <laughs> they're going to be tough to be, is basically what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I'm definitely... Um, I've been teasing my wife with the... 12-and-12-mod, 12 12 like, chant or whatever they do, and she's like, oh, please. Because her favorite team, the Minnesota Twins, is, has not really performed all that well the past couple of years, so.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, maybe someday they'll, they'll don't yep. bake through and make it all the way.
1: I'm like, well, you did beat us in the World Series in, man, what was that? 90-something.
0: Anyway. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Now you see you're testing my memory, my friend. <laughs> i am getting older and I say I, I forget yeah. these things sometimes. There's some things that just phew, locks right in, but there's other things that just uh well just you just forget it. So they beat us
1: in one World Series. That's all we care to remember. Yes. Anyway.
0: That World Series I can tell you, the the Minnesota series with the Cardinals was in eighty seven. But I don't I think is she want to know when the last time they were in the playoffs, is that what you're talking about?
1: Uh Oh, well, you told the, the last in the players. World Series,
0: World think, Series. But anyway, yeah. Okay, well, it's no big deal. <laughs> that's another um, day. There, there.
1: So we are getting into the autumn season, and Halloween gets ramped up every year. It seems like Halloween starts sooner. You know, used to be like middle of October, you'd see stuff. Now it's just like September twenty fifth. All the Halloween decorations are going up. So
0: yeah, that's yep. It, it it's it, man, it's amazing how time fast time or how fast time is going this year i mean can you believe yeah. it's already halloween
1: i know now are you enjoying like i know tcm every once a week does like a lot of old horror movies or a lot of other channels are running running horror you know marathons of stuff are you really into you know catching up on some of those Do you have some favorites
0: Oh, you know what? I am, I'm such a big kid at heart. The only thing I ever watched during Halloween, to be honest with you, like faithfully, like I've got to watch this during Halloween, is we always watch the Charlie Brown special, which of course we get on DVD, so we can watch anytime we want. I have other that on that, DVD not, too. Other than that, man, I really don't.
1: I'd say I do like to rewatch the Office episodes of Halloween because they always were hilarious.
0: Oh yes, that's true. That's true. Do you have that available on on DVD or anything? Or uh,
1: we have a couple of the seasons on DVD. So yes, we we have like the first four seasons on DVD. Maybe okay. the first
0: five. See, I will be honest. I'm, and now you know I'm a big fan. I am a big fan of the show, but. I only have the first season. I know, is that terrible to say that? I only have the first season.
1: That's not the best season. Season two is like the S- best
0: one. Absolutely, and I agree. And the last time I'm kicking myself because there was a time not too long ago where I saw it was on a great sale. I don't know if it was during the holidays or whatever, and I, I have to admit I I passed up on it, so but uh yeah, that's a good one though. That's that's a good thing to that watch. That is
1: a good one. Uh I it looks like Modern Family really goes all out for their Halloween episodes. Um
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Agree.
1: So I'll have to catch that one because that seems to be always kind of a big episode for them.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. That is the that is a big episode for them. Big episode, really.
1: All right. So, well, the well, ep- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the main episode we're here to talk about is Elementary.
0: So yes, Elementary, and I have to admit, I was a bit. I was a little excited to watch this myself, and not now. I will. I wanted to watch the 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 latest. uh, What is the British version? What did they do recently? I know in in, on. It's called Sherlock. It was just called Sherlock. I've heard such great things about. Now I haven't. It's amazing. Now you've watched it, right?
1: Yeah, the both seasons are on Netflix streaming. Shouldn't have any excuse now.
0: Okay, so, so I should definitely watch it. So, yes. but I've always liked Sherlock Holmes, so I was kind of excited about the idea of American twist to the story. So I want to let you go ahead and start since you've seen both Sherlock and now you've seen the pilot at least of Elementary. Right? What, what is, now? What's your feelings about it?
1: Did you also watch the Robert Downey Jr. movies? What did you think of those? That version of Sherlock?
0: Oh, the Sherlock movies? Yeah. Oh, I here's okay. <laughs> I don't want to get. Too much of a dandage, but I like them. Okay, here's what I loved about the movies. And I might have mentioned this before on the podcast, but I love the chemistry between um, uh, Law and um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. I think they're great together. I think they play the, the characters. I love what they do with the characters. I have no problem with it. The only problem I have with them is the scripts. They're just... What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, like it, the. I just think sometimes it could get a little confusing, a little bit too much. Like you're trying too hard in the story, and they bounce around a little bit too much. But it's not that they were terrible. And like I said, I I enjoyed watching them, and I believe we own both of them to be honest with you. <laughs> so it's not that I hate them or anything. I just I would have done something a little different with the scripts. Is basically what I'm saying. Now, what about yourself? Okay. How did what did you? Think, um,
1: right? I've seen the first one, and I was just like meh. It's almost like Pirates of the Caribbean for me. It was just like, that was okay, but I do not really... I got my fill with the first one, you know? So I passed on the second, and it was just like, you know, I liked the idea that, like, Holmes had, like, this spidey sense where he's, like, in slow motion, and he's figuring out all what he has to do, and then, you know, time speeds back up to real time, and, you know, he mm-hmm. executes what he planned to do. Um, and I think Robert Downing Jr. is a great actor. He can play a very manic kind of character. Although that's just it. It's um I think he ushered in that whole manic, fast talking, go, go, go kind of Sherlock. Because if you watch the old Basil Rathbones and the other stuff, he's very just slow and calm and you know, he thinks his way through. And this is what the show elementary, I mean, it's like the guy's on you know, Joe Cola constantly. He's always twitching, he's always moving. He's always doing something like that, you know. Uh, so, mm-hmm. right, that's I, true. That's kind of an aspect that has come recently. Even even the BBC one, you know, he's very fast talking. Like um, when he first meets Watson, he he gives him only a couple of words, and he's like, "Let's go!" And he's like, "What? What?" You know, and they're out the door, and you know. So I'm like, it is that go 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 version of Sherlock mm-hmm. that's just constantly buzzing around.
0: Sherlock Holmes on speed. <laughs> pretty much well i
1: guess in this one well i mean that's <laughs> this one thing, yeah yeah you may be on speed but you know the original <laughs> sherlock's the books you know he was into opiates a lot and stuff so there was a drug involvement side to it so that's kind of neat that they brought kind of that into it sure um now lucy lou's character i like as watson but i never understood as like is this like a private organization is her his dad paying for her to live with this man to do be like basically his butler slash uh secretary slash keeper i've never heard of these people before you know so i was like the premise that they meet is a little weird but i like the two together oh
0: yeah absolutely yeah they took they well it's I, now you're right i we only watched the pilot now i am taping the episodes me too and and i but unfortunately i still have yet to only watch the pilot and that's just because this is one of those times of year where we're watching a lot of television me and you are watching a lot of stuff for this show which is fine mm-hmm. and it's just trying to keep caught up with everything i'm having a little bit hard time to do that you know yep. so i have to be honest with you that's what's kind of that's one of the shows that I've let kind of get by on me because I was like, Well, I watched the pilot, so I'd at least be able to say I watched that for the up for, for the podcast, but I haven't had chance to watch the other ones. But they actually have taken some some definitely some liberties with the whole Sherlock story, but right. then again, you can make a fair argument, like you said, that the movies and and so did the BBC series that they just recently did, did the same mm-hmm. thing. And so I'm okay with that. But this story, yes, I was though it was one of the first questions I had with the whole thing with Watson. It's like what I, you know, I understand his father wanted work? him to have needed to get some help, but she seems to be with them a lot. It just—it seems a bit unusual situation. That's him. right. Okay, so it's what I don't know. So, <laughs> um,
1: I do like the BBC. If I remember it correctly, I've, I've seen so many versions of Sherlock. Is like he is not called in by the police. He's just kind of like the police. You know, told Watson he's like he just kind of morbidly shows up at these crimes and just stares, you know, like he just shows up uninvited and, you know, he just gawks at them and then is able to solve things. But he's never been like part of the police force. Whereas in elementary, you know, he's called in by the police kind of like monk was, or, um, the guys from psych or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. so I always did kind of like that. The Sherlock was like this outside character. The police didn't like, him. He was kind of morbidly you know uh, just kind of fascinated with the whole murder scene, you know, and that's what he did. but um this is fine, you know it's not like either one really throws a wrench into the whole thing or takes it in a different direction. Um, now, who is the actor who plays him? He looks somewhat familiar, but not really. Have you oh. seen him before?
0: Um, yes, yes. You know what? I'm so glad you said that because I, let's see, hold on a second, because I looked him up the other day when I was, because he did, I was like, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, hey, where have I seen him from before? Yeah. I was- his name is John Lee Miller. Uh, and I'm gonna pull up his D- IMDb while we're talking about him because yeah, the first thing I saw him I was like, okay, I, this guy looks really familiar, but I couldn't remember what it was. So uh, some of the things that you may have seen him in is transpotting. I'm pretty sure I've seen transpotting. It's been a while. He mm-hmm. was also in Hackers that's Which, it that's the one i that's think the one we me and you might have been thinking of because um, i
1: think he has a shaved head in that one as well and sherlock has a very small you know short haircut
0: another thing do you you and i both watched dexter he was in this he played jordan chase in dexter of two seasons ago do you remember the jordan chase character it's kind of a boring character not much really happened i think to, so he was like a, a motivational type speaker or something like that But we oh, found yeah. out he was doing bad things to people Okay. So anyway, you have to look at the list, but I bet you you probably first remember seeing him in Hackers. I bet that's you. probably it. Yeah, that be, I mean, but yeah, he's got a his like I said, he's got a pretty decent list here of stuff that he's been mm-hmm. in. But that would be the one I'm looking through here. Well, he was also in Dark Shadows, the movie. Oh, um, okay. Recently, so that's I got
1: something. that coming on Netflix. I haven't got that one yet.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'll be curious to see. What you thought of the of the movie, because I thought it was just okay. Okay. But I, I'll... I,
1: I don't know. It's Dark Shadows, the TV series, such a weird... It was a vampire soap opera, and that's just a weird concept. And then you throw Tim Burton and Johnny Depp in, and I'm like, it's a chance for them to be weird because it was a weird premise. So I don't know. That's true, yeah. I'm hoping that's, it's just bizarre, you know, Johnny Depp doing weird stuff. That's all I'm hoping to get out of it.
0: Uh, that's, yeah. That's actually, that's pretty much it. I, I'll tell you what. I, I don't want to say anything to ruin it for you mm-hmm. because I, I don't want anything. Like I said, I just, I think I was expecting a little more. And I think me and you, to, how, I want to say one time me and you talked about this, and I don't, might probably was off air. Uh, but I guess the problem was is I was thinking it was going to be more, that they were going to take a comedy side to the story and – and turn it into more of a comedy, so I think I was kind of expecting to watch Beetlejuice or something, and it turned out not to be that way.
1: Oh, because I would have loved Beetlejuice starring Johnny Depp, or, you know, um, like... Because I enjoyed Willy Wonka. I know a lot of people hated that film. I thought it was
0: well done. But I know what you're saying, yeah. I think it's because people are purists to the the original.
1: I was like, no, this is just hilarious. I thought it was just weird, and out there and they could finally do the kind of cause that book is strange too. So
0: that, yeah, that is. Yeah, absolutely. That is a strange book. That's a good point.
1: Um, I would love to see Burton actually do Mary Poppins if Disney would ever let him because the Mary Poppins book is a lot stranger than the, um, Disney movie. They really changed a lot about her. So I'd love kind of the unfiltered version of that come out someday.
0: But anyway, that, this yeah, that would that would be good.
1: But I have to say I enjoyed Elementary. It's on my DVR for the next episode. It's not something that's at the top of my list because it's still just sitting there. But it's definitely something I'm going to watch. Oh, and right. my wife didn't mind sitting there watching it with me. She thought it was OK. I think she liked Lucy Lou from Alan Field, So, you know, you got that going. Right. Yeah. I I liked Lucy Lou from Futurama, but that's, that's just me. Uh, (laughs) from
0: Futurama is that what you said yes she
1: played herself in a couple episodes oh okay um, see I
0: never watched Futurama
1: it's hilarious but um, I'd say it's it's a somewhat modern take I wouldn't say it's a different direction but we'll have to see maybe later down the line when they start revealing his past or his drug addiction or maybe something tragic happened to his mother or something like that you know then things will take twists and turns. This is just another modern interpretation of Sherlock. It doesn't break any new ground. At least the pilot didn't. But it was well... You know, the chemistry was there. Uh, the pacing was there. You know, it was good. Okay. That, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, as far as my overall feelings about elementary, I I kind of like it. I really do. Mm-hmm. And know it's just... I don't know if it's just the, the quirky way that John is playing the character. I, I'm not a huge Lucy Lou fan. Did I ever tell you that? I'm not for sure if I No. That. I'm just not, not a that. big fan. I don't know what it is about her that just – I never mm. – Not in this a fan role, of Charlie's Angels? No, I was not. Oh. <laughs> but in this role, she's not bad. She's not bad. I mean, I, again, I've only seen the one episode. I, but I think what he, John's, Johnny's doing with the character is enough to make me kind of – I definitely am planning on watching quite a few more episodes and see how it goes. Maybe give it the old five episode try for sure and see how, how I like it. Uh, but I definitely, I like, it. I like the idea that he's, he's recovering alcoholic or drug gear, whatever it is. And he's just a loose cannon. And I think we all kind of like the idea of Sherlock being a little bit more of a loose cannon because he's, you know, he's this brilliant man who is obviously not all, all there in, in other ways. and, they really pushed that too in this with with this version of Sherlock, where he's just like you never know what this guy's gonna say or do or anything like that, which I kinda like that it's more edgier, shall we say right mm-hmm. so i I think I'm going to continue to watch it i the for the pilot i I'd give the pilot at least you know three and a half stars, uh, oh for, for sure, sure, yeah
1: um, so. I have to say, like the only person i mean the b b c series I'd still rank higher, but mm-hmm. the other series I would consider. A little bit better is House because that was Sherlock Holmes and Watson. I mean, it was, and it's a good point. You know, they That's weren't point. solving crimes, but they were figuring out these diseases and stuff. And he played such a, you know, a a Holmes that just did not like people, did not want to interact with people, was happier by them by himself. You know, just a brood and all that stuff. Whereas this one almost seems sociable. A little bit, you know, so...
0: Anyway, but no, I agree. still yeah, like... I, I know what you're talking about.
1: I I did enjoy it. I I can't wait to watch more of them. Well, I can, technically, because there's a couple of things I need to watch first. <laughs> but I will be continuing to watch
0: this. Very good. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, me too. I, that's That's the plan for me, so...
1: Yes. Now... We're both doing two episodes of our next continuing series. Uh, you're doing Castle, and I'm doing Survivor.
0: That's correct. Yep.
1: And so I'll go first, because I'm trying to remember everything from Survivor.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I think Survivor is one of those things where it'd be difficult for me and you, to, or for you especially, to discuss too much about, because the episodes, you know, are, for the most part, the same, but there's also a lot of Variables and things are going on, but now, what what have you thought so far?
1: Well, unfortunately, this is really the same because the same Blue Tribe, I can't remember <laughs> the name, the Blue Tribe. The Mancine Tribe. The Mansing Tribe just is—they cannot catch a break. Right. They cannot. I mean, I was expecting, like, their tent to catch on fire or one of them get bit by a shark. <laughs> I mean— yeah. Just nothing went right for them.
0: Yeah, and I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Losing. And
1: I have to say that idol looks like a turkey. That immunity idol <laughs> you get at the end, I'm like, is that a turkey?
0: I think so, too. And, Chris, I failed you on this because the. I think it was last week you had texted me and when we were yeah. watching it, and you said, what the heck is that thing? And I was going to go to my faithful survivor friends out in the— uh, Twitter and Facebook world, and asked them since I have contacts with just about everybody in the survivor world, it seems like, and asked them, I and mean, we would, I probably could have had the answer instantly, and I completely forgot. I feel so sorry. I forgot to forgot to do that. I I'm will go tell you though. I asked, I did ask Rachel. I uh, was that? last night. I asked Rachel and what she thought of it, and she said that she thought it was a turkey. But yep. I, I tell you what I'll do is before on our next episode, I promise okay. everyone I will find out what that goofy thing is. <laughs> All right. It looked like a turkey so, though.
1: Yes. So there were challenges, and again, that's my favorite part of the show is the challenges. Right. Right. Uh, and I, I understand that. I think it's for me the part of the show that provides the most drama, the mm-hmm. most action. You know, the the most things that I want to see. I'm like, why can't this show just be like. A set of like three of these kind of challenges, and then at the end, they've you know, whoever does the scores the least amount of points gets voted off, or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's a good point. Yeah, I think for you, it sounds like you love the competition, too, of, of the, the, the thing. And I, I do like that part. Mm-hmm. I think all Survivor fans, they. They do love that part of the competition. People discuss the challenges, well, whether or not they thought it was a, a well-run course or whatever the challenge was. People debated forever about whether they think it was a good one or a bad one or whatever. So we like that. But I think the real hardcore junkies of the show, like myself, mm-hmm. they love the camp stuff. And the reason why is because we're looking to see what are people thinking, what are people saying, what are they – how their how is their mind working about who they think you know they should keep and who they should get rid of and all that kind of stuff because we all know that uh, for when I say we I mean the, the people that have been watching the show for a long time know that in the end this is like a big social experiment game and we know that it really comes down to who plays that part of the game the best is going to have the chance to win the game right um, there but has gotta- been. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say there has been a few players that have been able to f- work their way to the end by winning tons and tons of challenges and, and and get themselves to the end, and that's helped them win. But most of the time, it's be it's the other part of the game that, that really causes someone to win or lose.
1: And I think someone who isn't that end survivor, mm-hmm. when it comes down to the camp thing, all I see is them complaining about the rain, they're <laughs> complaining about being too cold, them uh, making some... Alliance and then turning right around and doing something else instead, them complaining about someone else. And, you know, so it's like, what is this going on here? But um, I have to say some of my favorite characters, like the guy who returned from his hands being burned, you know, there was no chance of him getting voted off because they they keep winning. So. That was nice to see him still there. So I'm like, okay, someone from this yellow team I can stand, and then <laughs> a couple other people. And, you know, when they get voted off and voted off, I, I did not see, okay, this is probably my you know uh, newness about it, but I didn't see that the two remaining people would be the surfer-looking guy and the sex therapist. I thought, how did they end up at the end? When all these other, like, I thought a couple of these guys, I'm like, well, they're really, you know, like, the one guy's pretty buff, he could do something, and the one girl's really, you know, crafty and will lie to your face kind of thing. I thought she would make it, but neither of those people made it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It it it, 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 it 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 That's just the way it works out sometimes. I mean, sometimes what you think in the show, that these, the, these are definitely going to be the ones to make it and, it, and it usually doesn't happen. So I usually – we usually we, – well, I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before on air, but I also play a Survivor, uh, Survivor Fantasy League. Yes, you were
1: going to explain that to us on oh, the air okay.
0: next, This time. Well, the one I play is uh, – there's a podcast that I have been following the beginning. I beginning. I like to consider this podcast the godfather of Survivor podcasting okay. because forever they were the only ones doing a podcast. You would probably like this one, by the way, Chris, because this one is just a husband and a wife – who are just hardcore fans. They love the show. And all they do is get on there. They don't have any fancy sound bites or anything like well, they do play the music at the beginning and the end of the show. But they just sit there and they just recap the episode. And they just the two of them go back and forth and what they liked and what they didn't like and what they were thinking. And it's just like really inside these two's brains as far as these fans and what they're thinking about the episode. Brilliant stuff. I and mean, like I said, that that's the whole podcast and that eventually what happened is, is that their show got more and more popular and they at least decided to uh have a a game. They decided to make this game up. So they came up with the idea of making a, a Survivor Fantasy game and they a, mm-hmm. and they could basically call it the Joanne and Stacey Survivor <laughs> Survivor game. So for a long time they did it all by hand. You would have to email them your picks and all this stuff. And now we actually have a website that we go to uh, to use, and it's all done electronically. But it's a lot of fun. And it essentially, it's a point-driven system. And they have rules and everything. I, I won't go through all of them. But essentially, you do have to, at the beginning of the show, at the beginning of the game, before any, before any episodes ran, you have to pick someone who you think is going to be ultimate survivor. And so you select that person. And if you got it right, at the end of the game, you get 24 points for getting that person right. And in the rest of the game is each episode you have to decide uh, you have to pick four people you think is safe that will not get voted out, and then one person who you think will get voted out. And for everything you, for every one of those you get right, you get a point. So if you if you picked all four people safe and the person to go home right, then you would get five points. You know what I mean? But if you mm-hmm. picked four people safe and one of them goes home, then you only get three points, and so on and so forth. You know so it's it's a lot of fun it, it's a it's like i said it's a whole point system, and then at the uh towards the end of the last episode you have to pick the final five correct and for every five or well if you get if you pick the final five correct you get a lot of points and usually the game is make or break by picking that the the final selection in the right order that's usually where the big the big points are at <laughs> It's a lot of fun I mean I've been playing for a long time I have not won yet, but I've had a couple of real close calls. And I think the closest I ever finished was like tenth, and I was just ecstatic about that. So, but it's a lot of fun. A lot of hardcore fans like to do that stuff. CBS doing has, well this year. Yeah, CBS has their own fantasy league, by the way. If oh, okay. everybody's curious, you, there's a, the CBS themselves have been doing one for a long time. But I have more fun with this because I'm in with this community. You know what I'm talking about, Chris. When you've been listening to a podcast a long time, these people become your friends. I know so many of these people. They're like family almost to me, some of them, because I've been talking to them for years. And some of them live in Australia, and some of them live in Japan, and some of them live you know, in California. I mean, they live all over the place, and uh, these like are really close friends of mine now. So it's really cool. It's a great community. JoAnna Stacey's, uh Survivor Fans Podcast, if you're looking for it. Okay. Uh, the website's really easy. Just get com, And uh I love Jeez. them. But that's the that's the game I've been playing. So there you go. I went a little bit too long. Well, Sorry I about have that.
1: to say if I was in a fantasy league, that might help cuz I'm in fantasy football leagues and it does not like I need help watching the game, but it adds another element when you're watching the games.
0: Yeah, it does. It changed it really changed the way I was watching the show. I know that sounds silly, but it does because now you have the you have a reason to root for somebody or not root for somebody, and it also causes you to pay more attention to what's going on and all that stuff. So, yeah, it really changed the way I watch the show. It really does. I, 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 it, you'll find yourself really cheering on people and booing people when they when things don't go the way you were hoping they would go. It's it, it's a lot yeah. of fun. You, well, you that's good. so. There you go. So, but uh, yeah, it, so I so it sounds. Sounds like at least it's been entertaining for you so far, right? Yes,
1: it has been entertaining. And also, it's just kind of like, I don't know if like if the show was only a half hour, if it would be any better for me than an hour, but some of it just feels a little repetitive. So maybe if they had like just 30 minutes of the show versus a whole hour of it, it I mean, still try to include everything, you know, uh, a little bit of camp a little bit of the challenge, and then, you know, the voting process, you know, within 30 minutes, it may be, you know, I may enjoy it more, but it's a whole hour, so there's plenty of what I would consider slow moments of them, shots of them sitting in their camp being rained on. <laughs> so,
0: I and yeah, And I tell you what, I'm not going to lie to you, and this is coming from someone who's a huge fan of the show, there is a lot of points that can be very boring or episodes that can be boring because of things like that. And sometimes there's just not a lot of going on or it's very predictable or you have an incident like you have with these first uh, <clears throat> three or four episodes where the same same team losing and all this stuff. You could just see the writing on the walls or who was going to go home. So it that happens from time to time in in the show. It, it just does. So
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm still watching it you know and still getting something out of it um now of course it's just mainly i'm getting out of the uh challenges but still you know Mm -hmm. i i want to see what happens because that the part at the camp is the more will affect who goes you know who gets voted off rather than the challenge not like you say oh that guy did really good there's no way he's getting voted off he might very well be or she might very well get voted off because She didn't make enough alliances, even though she, you know, kicked butt in the challenge and has, you know, dominated all this stuff and been real helpful. they are just like, well, no, we don't like her. Let's get rid of her.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, like I said, that that happens. That does happen. (laughs) So, well, hopefully, like I said, it gives you some kind of entertainment and everything. So now do you want me to just get ready to talk about Castle? Yes. Okay. Let's move along. Well, I uh, last week we discussed this. I, I've said uh, I've had to watch. I'm actually going to cover two episodes. This uh, particular one, just like you did last week. Mm-hmm. So I just I was able to watch the second and third episode as well of Castle. And the two episodes that I that I watched was Cloudy with a Chance of Murder, and the second episode was Secret Safe with Me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with the first one. I. Well, first of all, I, I enjoyed both episodes. <clears throat> I did enjoy them. There, we finally kind of got a, a little bit away from, like I said, we set aside the issues was going on with Beckett and she, right. with the whole thing with the mom and all that stuff. We discussed that in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of nice to see them kind of move, move on a little bit from that and kind of right. get back to normalcy a little, as well, as much as normalcy as they are in the characters' kind of lives right now. of a normal format of the show. A little bit more than- normal than that. And I'm assuming... And I meant to ask you about this last week, and maybe you could to go ahead and throw some input in here while I'm discussing this. Is uh, th- most episodes, I'm assuming, is just case case of the week kind of yeah, kind of it's show, like right? your Law
1: and Order mm-hmm. or whatever, you know?
0: Okay, well, uh, now I won't get into too much of the, the synopsis of the first one. I I know that uh, the one thing I'll tell you what, one of the things that bothered me about this the first one I'm discussing, Claudia with a chance. Was they were playing so much up with this whole thing with Castle and uh, and Beckett's relationship, like about keeping it secret and not letting anybody know, and how it's kind of clearly driving them a little crazy. And we have this moment where this, well, they're dealing with this case that has to do with a, a, a television weather forecaster was killed, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so as the story's progressing, at one point one of the, one of the anchors or something, a beautiful very beautiful brunette right is c- clearly has a thing for castle and on air while they're, they're doing the t her t- television show she actually asks castle to um uh, go out on a date and castle's like in, you know having this awkward moment where he's looking over trying to decide am i supposed to say no am i supposed to say yes and it's just like i don't as a as first one coming into the thing right it, it was it wasn't huge big deal. I was actually trying to put myself, to be honest with you, Chris, in the position of someone who maybe has been watching this show for five for four seasons now, and has been waiting for this big moment where the two of them would finally get together. And then here I am, the second episode into this relationship's you know has been brought blossomed, yeah. and I got to watch them like battling over whether or not he should go out with another girl. <laughs> right. It, um, <laughs> you know did you I'm used saying? to watch
1: the show Chuck by any chance?
0: Oh, I know. I should turn in my geek card, but I. Have
1: okay. Not seen it just Chuck. reminded me a lot of that, where, you know, like it built for a couple of seasons and then, you know, once they went through with this, then it really kind of changed the dynamic. I'm glad Castle doesn't change it too much. Now, of course, they're kind of dancing around this whole issue and they're trying to be sneaky about it. But I was like, uh oh, is this going to change the whole formula of the show? You know,
0: because sometimes yeah, it that's, could. See, now that's always the concern about this stuff. Yeah. Do you remember you were going back to our discussion last podcast where you were breaking down what um, – oh, my goodness. Famous television man. You were discussing oh, Aaron Spelling. Spelling, thank you. When you were discussing Aaron, Aaron's theory about – uh, characters and relationships and how you slowly build and burn and and obviously mm-hmm. with this show they waited four seasons for them to finally happen so i'm right. sure that in this case with this show i think that's kind of what they're doing you know like they're gonna play on this little thing about them having to keep it a secret for as long as they can you know what i mean because right. if they take it to the next relationship then like you said what's next that I mean, I guess the next step is that eventually they're just going to have to tell everyone they're seeing each other, right? And then mm-hmm. everyone will know. And then the next step is the relationship will get a little serious and more, or more serious. I mean, you know, and then and, and that's going to lead to marriage. And then, like you said, then they're going to have a kid. And so <laughs> yeah. it's those steps. And I think you're right. It's just part of trying to make great television and trying to st- stretch that television out as long as you can and keep the, keep those viewers. Uh, wanting more, shall we say, and in this case, wanting more with this relationship. And I think that's kind of what they're going to be doing. So I, I just, one of those things that always, oh, it just, you watch when you're watching, you're just going, oh, come on now. Because I mean, right. as an outsider, I'm thinking to myself, Chris, I'm still confused why they can't, why they have to keep it a secret. Can you help me with that part real quick before we um, discuss the third episode? I'm not sure exactly why, but like the excuse
1: they gave was like, because Castle's, an associate and works on cases with them, or he's a consultant, I believe is the term, then she wouldn't be allowed to work on any case with him. And But I'm like, well, so you don't work on any case with him, you can still go out with him. You know, the police can't stay, you can't date somebody. So they were just worried about that. I, okay. I believe that was the worst that would happen is basically Kate would never be, you know, Castle would never be assigned to anything. Her she's doing or something i'm like you'd still see her so
0: yeah okay all right well i mean and that's i guess that's plausible mm-hmm. um yeah all right I'm, I'm, i guess i'll buy that uh I, yeah i just because i was you know i don't mean that it's just one of those things i'm watching i'm thinking okay what why are they worried about this yeah well, i i, su- I suppose that, that that's always happened i mean <clears throat> if i was some. Um, I was a single man, and I was dating someone in my work. There, there's obviously things it, with that that you have to be concerned about, uh, right? That you know, you have there's certain protocols you have to follow, and obviously, especially if if your significant or the person you're seeing maybe has a, a authority role over yourself, or or you have one over the over that person. Mm-hmm. Those are obviously serious concerns too. So, I guess I could see how. I don't know. I mean he's still just a consultant to the the team, right? Though, right? Okay. All right. Well, yeah. okay. He's not an actual police officer. So, <laughs> okay, but I mean, okay, all right. So, that yeah, it's so overall, I thought it was it was still a decent episode. I kind of liked this third episode a little bit better. Yes. Just because so of the I. case. I was a little bit more involved in the case. It was mm-hmm. a very interesting case. I it had me kind of second guessing throughout. I don't want to give too much away for those people who may or have them on your DVR and have a chance to watch some of these episodes. But I I enjoyed, I enjoyed the case a little bit more and it kind of got away from a little bit more of the whole Kate and Castle relationship thing as far as this little bit was downplayed a little bit.
1: This was more of the formula that's been in the past where, you know, it's like they do a good job of kind of leading you down a rabbit hole and then, you know, kind of misdirections and stuff, but they don't, you know, do it so blunt, you know, bluntly that you're just like, well, that's not going to be it. You know, you, you have just you get enough of the clues. It's not like Murder, She Wrote, where you see the whole murder take place mm-hmm. and your whole idea is how he's just going to prove this, that this person killed him or Columbo is going to prove it because we just watch that person kill them. So right. it's, it's one of these other kind of mysteries where, you know, a murder takes place and not only are you finding out how they
0: figure it out, but you're wondering who it is as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you love about that. And it's mm-hmm. something with elementary too, and I'm sure we're going to hope for every episode, where you're just constantly going, okay, could it be this person? Could it be that person? I mean, yeah. that's what makes these kind of shows great, right? Is that the right. whole aspect of trying to figure out who did it and why do they do it and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it, like I said, this, this case... I was more into and and enjoyed the outcome and was really like, okay, who's, you know, really had me thinking and stuff. And I think, unfortunately, the the, the second episode I watched, uh, you know, the, or the excuse me, episode two, Cloudy with a Chance, I think the other stuff kind of clouded my concentration there and I kind of got, I just lost into the story. Didn't, the whole case part of it kind of faltered a little bit for me. Not that it was a bad, right. bad case or anything, but. I, this this third one, uh, Secret Safe with me. I think that was definitely a little bit. And um, let's see, I loved that. Um, I was gonna grab the sound clip, and I'm
1: like, oh, it's two episodes. Let's not get one. But the when Castle was like, oh, the uh, Earth identities to the Wonder Twins, you know, and he goes this whole thing about the <laughs> Super Friends. He's like, what? No one else, you know. <laughs> so I was like, oh, those are the kind of references I enjoy watching on the show.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, it's clearly it's clear to me that Castle is by far the most entertaining thing on the show. I mean, if you took him away and and let's face it, Nathan's doing a great does a great job of yeah. the character, but it, if you took Castle out of this and you just put anybody else in there, I just have a feeling it would be way too boring.
1: Yeah, and one of my favorite episodes, speaking of Halloween, was when he dressed his character from Firefly and no one's like oh no way he's like space cowboy i'm like well that's dumb so but yes he had the whole outfit or close to it uh of his character from firefly (laughs) that's great that is that's
0: pretty good
1: (laughs) i i like that kind of humor it's like yes these actors have been other in other things or like for Mm -hmm. some reason i don't know why but like On TV shows, referencing real TV shows or real events, you know, it just seems like it makes the show real, you know, uh, more grounded or something. Kind of like, you know, in the Marvel Universe, it all takes place in New York or, you know, some some real city in the U.S. It's not Metropolis or Gotham or something like that. It's a Mm -hmm. real location, you know. So I kind of like that when they... You know reference an old TV show and they call it out that way it's not just like oh I made this up no that's you
0: know an old Star Wars scene or whatever you know oh right right yeah I, I agree with you I like that when they do that because it, it, I think you described it pretty well there where it, it does make you feel like it's it's more realistic when they do that kinds of things mm-hmm. you know like it's like they're not really in a make-believe world they actually are part of our world right you know, I know that sounds kind of silly but it, it's true yeah. It's funny that way, but it's definitely true. So is
1: true. Uh, but speaking of comic books and make-believe worlds, our next – oh, well, what did you give – let's say if you had to round the two together, what kind of star rating would you give?
0: Okay, that's fair. I'm going to give Cloudy with a Chance of Murder. I'll give it a two, two stars, at least two two stars. It's fair. Because, again,
1: you're coming in as someone who didn't know this stuff, so
0: half of the stuff is
1: meaningless to you, so you – know. right.
0: And I will definitely jump up with the next one. I'll go with three and a half stars for secret safe with me. Uh, that one was definitely uh much uh, better for me for sure.
1: Yeah. I like that one too. Um, as survivor goes, um, I have to say, even though it was a little more predictable cause I'm like, well, blue <laughs> team's going to lose again. But right. I have to say, I guess I'm starting to understand this whole like, Oh, winning the, winning these challenges is not the linchpin. It's, talking around the campfire and making secret alliances, that's how you play the game. You don't play Legends of the Hidden Temple. You're playing Survivor.
0: Right. Yeah, that's, that's well said. Well said. Yeah. So,
1: and for Castle, I'll give each, I'll give the first one a three just because I kind of had a little more invested in it and definitely three and a half for the next one because it was back to kind of the formula I was hoping they wouldn't get away from. So Right.
0: Yeah, I figured you were gonna say that. Yeah. So
1: and uh our next uh double blind will be the CW T V show Arrow.
0: The Yes. We're gonna do yeah, we're gonna do Arrow and we also have uh soon I guess we'll have to discuss uh, Last Resort. Have you watched that yet, Chris? I've seen the pilot, but I okay, know a couple other episodes have come out,
1: but I've seen the pilot.
0: Yes. I have not watched Arrow yet, I know you have. But I have watched Last Resort, and I've got a lot to say about that show. Okay.
1: So. And uh, for anyone wondering, the, the way I watched Arrow, because between me and my wife, we were recording stuff. I just watched it online. CW's got the pilot episode online for free. So that's how I watched it.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, we and we discussed that too in the podcast episode. I'm so glad you said that because I did give that tips that tip to a bunch of people and they were like, "Oh, cool!" Because I have to admit, I didn't realize those pilots were on there. I, I've heard that iTunes does the free thing. I just never really go to the page to see what. I just figured it was always going to be crap that was on there. But I know uh, it's they, like they actually have some good stuff on there.
1: Because every once in a while, I'll look at it and it's just like, "Here's a promo, free promo for a TV show." I'm like, I don't want to download a commercial. Give me the whole episode, you know. Right. But uh, my wife, she keeps an eagle eye on those and is downloading all. She's like, I got five episodes of so-and-so show. It was free this week. I'm like, really? So, <laughs> one of those things. But, yes, Arrow, um, you know, I I will have first preface this. Even though I'm a huge Superman fan, I was not a fan of Smallville, so, I don't know if this is going to be another case of like, oh, I get so excited and, oh, wait, it's nothing. You know, so, got mm-hmm. to tune in and find out if that's the case. But also, uh, Last Resort, it had, la- I will say this, Last Resort was probably the most interesting new show I wanted to watch.
0: Um, oh, it oh, when just the most Just based on premises. Okay, gotcha. It just
1: based on premises, like, this could be really different,
0: you know, so... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well yeah. I won't I won't say anything. I'll I'll right. wait until the uh until we review it.
1: Yes, and um I was actually talking to a friend on Twitter about Revolution and how I just I was like, No, I've given up on that show. And then he goes, But they did have Steam Train in this episode. I'm like, Oh good. They finally acknowledged steam power will work.
0: <laughs> I, I was wondering I was gonna tell you about that. I forgot about that, so I'm so glad you said that. Yes. Steam power is still around. <laughs> oh, good! It didn't get destroyed with electricity. <laughs> no, no. It, they, I guess they still have it. I, I, meant to, I meant to ask you about that, or I meant to tell you about that, and I just completely forgot to. T- <laughs> that was so, just in the last episode. Oh, so
1: you've seen the third episode. Has it improved since the second episode?
0: Ah, uh, my honest opinion so far, no. I would love to say yes, but I still feel about the same. Now, granted, I enjoyed it a little bit more than you did, right. clearly, but I still am going to say that there's still not enough improvement yet. Um, so the verdict is still out, but I will let okay. you know I'm giving it at least a five episode. Did you Thank hear it got picked up for a full twenty two episodes? I did not hear that. Yes, I heard that on the. But uh, I've heard the podcast. ratings were always have been really good. So yeah, they have been very good, and I I just heard that on the Revolution podcast the other just uh, the other day. Is so. that
1: another Cliff Ravencraft production? <laughs> no,
0: no, it's not a Cliff Ravencraft. I actually uh, gave him a plug last week. Remember when we yeah. were discussing it? It's uh it's a Golden Spiral Media production. Okay, the same guys that do the Fringe podcast. Okay, well at least one of them. Uh the the guy, his partner Daryl. Daryl is pretty much the head honcho over there, and he runs it. But uh, he's in both of the podcast. But his his partner that uh, does the French podcast with them was not able to do the Revolution podcast, so he found another friend Jeremy yeah. that's doing it with them. But they do a good job.
1: Good. <clears throat> and it's not like I wish the show ill will. It's just I'm not going to be watching it. Uh, I and understand. I, I hope I hope the fans enjoy it. I hope it does well for NBC. Because sure. that will get uh, more kind of out there premise shows on, and I'm sure I'll enjoy one of them. You know, Absolutely. so if something like Revolution does well, then every network's going to jump on the next Revolution thing. So. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. And I, I yeah, We'll we'll see what happens with it. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this
1: episode. Okay. And, Sounds uh, good, man. We will return for more episodes of Castle Survivor, Arrow, Last Resorts, all kinds of stuff. Maybe Cardinals
0: World Series. Who knows? You never know. Let's hope so. That'd oh, be great. No. Yeah, they're they're up four to one right now, so that's a good sign. <laughs> and they got a man on base, so that's yes, good. Life is good. Yes. All, all right, right, buddy. Will you take care of a friend? I'll see
1: you later.